Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. And joining us now to talk about the passing of Queen Elizabeth II is former New York Congressman Peter King, who had the great honor of meeting her. Uh, Congressman King, first of all, what was your reaction to the sad news today? It really is the passing of an era. I mean, uh, Queen Elizabeth was a uh, a world-respected leader. Uh, she uh, really set the standard for world leaders. Uh, she basically preserved the monarchy in, in Britain, and uh, she was a true friend of the United States, and she always had class and dignity. And you're right, I did have the opportunity to meet her at the British Embassy. It was actually a fairly small reception, and uh, she was going, shaking hands. We were told all the protocol that you couldn't actually, uh, we were told she was going to go around, but we could not shake hands with her. That was the whole thing, that uh, only she could decide if somebody could shake her hand, and you had to call her this, call that, and all you had to do. And so she was walking by, and next thing you know, she's putting her hand out and shaking hands, and protocol went out the window. It was just so, uh, and she was so, again, friendly, uh, conversational. Uh, it was, uh, uh, I guess, must have spoken to her. I was expecting, I get a 10-second you know, grip and grin or a quick handshake, and that would be it. No, she was uh, talking. She asked me about Ireland. She asked, uh, uh, asked me about the you know, United States. It was just, again, it was small talk, but it was more than she, ever, than she had to do. It was really, uh, it was genuinely friendly. My wife, Rosemary, was with me. And uh, it was uh, something that we'll always remember. And I was, I'm an Irish guy. I'm not supposed to like the British that much, but I can tell you that she also, <laughs> besides being a close friend of the United States, when the Irish peace process, when the Good Friday Agreement was signed, she went out of her way to show her support for both the Catholics and the Protestants in the north of Ireland, the south of Ireland. She visited Dublin the first time that a British uh, leader had visited Dublin, a British monarch had visited Dublin in over 100 years. And then she also met with people uh, in Northern Ireland who would have been considered enemies of the British years ago. And that was her way of reaching out to show that the fighting was over and that she stood for peace. And that took a lot of, a lot of courage because there have been very hard times in Northern Ireland. And, uh, no, Queen Elizabeth, and again, she just had a certain dignity about her, and she's definitely going to be missed on the uh, world scene. Yeah, for sure. And you talk about that visit. You're right. She was uh, the first British monarch uh, to visit uh, the Republic of Ireland. I mean, that was a huge deal. She's also met with, as you know, uh, every U.S. president uh, since Eisenhower, except um, Lyndon Johnson, which was interesting. But I want to hear about the relationship to U.S., how important um, was she in really keeping that incredible relationship between America and Britain? I think about her. I think about Thatcher. I mean, two uh, iconic women. Yeah, she was very, very essential to it because she, first of all, she was a symbol. Uh, and you start with that. But much more than a symbol, she had personal relationships with a number of our presidents. Uh, she was someone that we could count on. Uh, and just by all her, if you want to call it body language or her mood or tone, she made it clear that a visit to the United States was more than just an ordinary visit, that she was almost feeling at home. And whenever an American president visited her in England, uh, again, she went out of her way to show that this was more than just the usual meeting with another 
uh, world leader, that these were special meetings. So she really, in many ways, personified you know, the special relationship. And as someone, I mean, she basically grew up during World War II. Uh, she was active during World War II as far as uh, volunteering, uh, doing you know, work with the armed forces there. And then, of course, uh, she was in, in London when it was being bombed. And uh, so she went through all of that. And then the first prime minister she dealt with was Winston Churchill, who was obviously the British hero of World War II. So she's been through it all with Churchill, Eisenhower. I mean, names of many people today, it's like ancient history to them. But she lived it with him. She, she was, again, she was uh, a queen when uh, Churchill was still a prime minister, the first American president. When she met Harry Truman within she, uh, before, before she was queen, but the first president she met when she, after she became queen was uh, Dwight Eisenhower, who was the supreme commander of the uh, armed forces in World War II. So then she went all through the Cold War. She went through the, against the war against terrorism, everything. I mean, every crisis of the last 70 years uh, that the United States was involved in, uh, Queen Elizabeth was there for us. And uh, even if it was uh, during Vietnam, where she may not have agreed with all of our apologies, I don't know if she did or not, but she never let that interfere with her uh, friendship and uh, a feeling of strength with the United States. So, no, she was a, a very essential, both in a symbolic way and in a real way, in furthering and advancing and preserving the special relationship between Great Britain and the United States. Well, in my next life, I want to be Peter King, because not only did you meet the queen, you also met now the king, um, Charles. You met him, of course, Prince Charles, what, 2011? Tell us, how do you think he's going to do in this new incredible role that he's going to be thrust into? I think, uh, I was going to say Prince Charles, King Charles is underrated. Yeah, I met him, it was actually just several days after bin Laden was, was killed, and there was a reception at the British Embassy, and he was there. Uh, and he obviously mentioned about, you know, the uh, killing of bin Laden. But it was also just a week or two after the uh, marriage of William and Kate. And my main memory of it is is that, uh, again, he had a drink in his hand. He was walking around talking. Uh, it was uh, a very relaxed type, only not that many people there. And suddenly he and my wife, Rosemary, started talking about different aspects of the wedding. And I'm saying, oh, my God, we're here with the person who could be the next king of England. And we're talking about his daughter's wedding. I, was, I mean, his son's wedding. It was really... Uh, Again, he was very gracious, very friendly, and I, I listen. He's, he's been around. I don't know again what all his views are going to be, but again, he's a very good uh, a relationship with the United States, and he is smart. He, he gets a bad rap in that way, and uh, uh, but I, I think I think he's going to definitely measure up, and he will uh, hopefully, and I am, I'm confident, you know, will be a leader in the tradition of his mother, even though they can never be another Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, there's no replacing when you think about she was one of those living legends. I mean, there's few people out there that you kind of pinch yourself. Uh, Did you pinch yourself after you left her? And now to think, obviously, um, she was truly one of those most iconic women, I think, of of history ever. Well, what I was really glad was I found out that somebody had taken a picture, because otherwise I figured, yeah, people like Peter Cosby wouldn't believe me. They think I was making (laughs) up a story that I actually met Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, that picture was taken by somebody from a distance. I had no idea was being taken, and when it appeared, I felt, well, okay, now people are going to believe me. I can show them I actually met, you know, met the queen. So it was, uh, no, she was, uh, uh, when she was there, you know, you knew you were standing with someone who's not ordinary, somebody who, uh, she had an ordinary charm and that she could deal with everybody, but at the same time, she rose above it all, and she was just uh, terrific. I mean, great representative for the country. I think just before that, she'd been out the Kentucky Derby, as I recall, so she was very interested in talking about that because she is a lover of horses. 
How beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing just one of those most beautiful moments in your life, obviously, uh, with all of us here on the Rita Cosby Show. We love you, Pete King. It's so great to have you here, Congressman. Thank you, Rita. You're the best. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Wow. Lucky Peter King. How neat to have him here to talk about his meetings with Queen Elizabeth and also with uh, King Charles. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.